the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called, Our Response to the Word. God made an awesome statement in His Word about what His Word can do. It says, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Of course, when it comes to the promises that God makes to us, it'll do what He sent it to do for us, If we respond properly to the word that God sends to me and you, if we don't respond properly to God's word, it won't accomplish what he sent it to do for me and you. And it won't be because it couldn't accomplish everything that God sent it to do, but it'll be because we wouldn't let it accomplish what God sent it to do. And that'll be because we didn't respond properly to the word. That's why we ought to learn how to respond properly to God's word so that it can accomplish all that it has the power to do in the lives of me and you. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called, Our Response to the Word. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. It's important for us to be able to learn, understand, and operate properly on the principles and precepts that will be shared with you, both in the weeks that we just passed and the weeks to come, in our response to the Word of God. And just as a little side note before we move on, you know, uh, I had shared when I first began to do this part of the series or do this series uh, that we had actually uh, had another series that we were about to go into. Something that I know the Lord has shared with me to be able to share with you that's going to be an awesome, tremendous blessing unto you. When I begin to start studying this one and uh, and he starts sharing with me with this one, I understand it so clearly. Praise God, because when this one is going to dovetail so excellently into the next one. But yet know this. That whenever God puts a pause button on something and says, now, hold up. No, this isn't what you want to talk about. This is what you want to talk about. You really want to get that because, see, the Lord knows your end from the beginning. The Lord knows exactly what direction that you're headed in. He knows exactly what to do to be able to cause awesome things to be able to manifest for you. And, and, and anytime he says, stop, slow up right now, I want to make sure they get this information. Then you better believe it's for a good reason. Reason is usually basically two reasons. Reason number one, and not necessarily in this order, but reason number one is that we were, many of us were probably about to make a mistake. We're probably about to respond incorrectly to the things that he was about to say to us and demonstrated it by the things that he's already said to us, how we did not respond, did not do what he wanted us to do, how we may have grimaced and act like it was in pain and a strain to be able to do what it is that God called us to do and to do what he wants us to do. And, and because of that, we will begin to respond incorrectly, which means that the things that he's planned before the foundations of the earth won't have opportunity to manifest because he operates in a particular type of way. God, God, everything has to be done the way he wants it done. Otherwise, it's not going to get done. And he comes to share with his 
sons and his daughters what he wants to do and then how he wants them to conduct themselves so he can do what he wants them to do. So if we respond incorrectly, we won't get it. And so number one is that God has recognized that probably many of us are responding incorrectly to the word already. And so because, amen, many of us are responding incorrectly to the word already. And so because of that, he said, before I give you another word, let's make sure you know how to, what to do with what you hear. Because see, God has great things planned. God's got great things planned for us. I wish you could get, I wish you could tap into the spirit right now. I said right now. I wish you could tap into the spirit right now and see how close you are to an awesome manifestation. If the word is sitting right nigh thee, it's, I mean, it's real close to you. I mean, and you're so close to it that you just don't know it. But yet at the same time, if you do not respond the way that God wants you to respond and do the things he wants you to do, that thing that's sitting right next to you cannot become a possession of yours. And you can't do what it is that God wants you to do. So the Lord says, oh, stop, slow up, time out, pause button. Stop this right here before we move another step. He said, I need my people to respond correctly to what I'm saying to them. I need them to respond correctly to what it is that I'm opening the door for them to be able to receive. And so he just put a pause button on the whole teaching and said, no, teach them this first. Our response to the word about God so that you can understand your response will determine what's going to happen for you in the future that, that has that's to come. Two futures are waiting on you. It's the one that God has planned for you. That's good with not with no evil. To give you an expected end. And the one that Satan has planned for you. Because both God and Satan are calculating people. He ain't a person, but work with me. You know, cal- calculating entities. Praise God. Both of them are calculating. Praise God. Which means that they, 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 they plot. They plan. They, 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 they're, they're very systematic in what it is that they do. Satan is the same way too. He learned it from God. It's how to be systematic. In such a way as he has plots and plans set up for us. And God has step by step everything set up for you to be able to make it into what it is he has in store for you. But you'll never make it to the end until you do the next step that he has in store for you and do this one right. And when you do this one right, then it opens the door for that one, which opens the door for that one, which opens the door for that one. But if we don't respond according to the first one, then we'll never make it to these other ones. And Satan knows that. So he sets up a plan. To be able to get you to respond incorrectly to what it is that God said. Because he knows that the word of God that God's going to share with you is full of power. That it has all the necessary ability to be able to get you to where it is that God has in store for you. So the only way that he can stop you from getting there is to get you to respond incorrectly to what it is that God says. Therein is what a teaching is so important. Because God wants you responding correctly to what it is he has to say. So that you can be able to do what he needs you to do so that he can have in store for you the things that it is he, uh, you can receive the things that it is he has in store for you. We're going to go to the foundational text in Hebrews chapter 10. We're going to look at verse 35. And of course, by the way, have an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is going to say unto you. I guarantee you it's going to be the blessing to you in Jesus' name. If you brought your Bible with you, I invite you to turn with me. If you didn't bring yours with you today, you can utilize one of those in the, free, in the seat pocket in front of you, one of the little blue ones right there. Just put it back when you finish. Praise God. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35. It says, cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. Remember, the Lord is writing this to you, having this written unto you. He tells you, cast not away, therefore, your confidence, because many believers cast away their confidence. Of course, our confidence is our faith. Our faith is our trust in God and our ability to rely on God and to have confidence in that what he said is true and he will do what it is he said he will do. But we believers, we're supposed to be people that hold fast to our confidence, not cast it away. But unfortunately, many believers are casting away their confidence. They're letting it go. They're just just throwing it over to the side. 
Just, 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 just throwing it over to the side. But God is telling us here, cast not away your confidence. Why is that? Because it has great recompense of reward. I like that. It just doesn't say you got recompense of reward, which means that you'll get paid, you'll get taken care of, you'll get rewarded for what it is you do. But it's got great recompense of reward, which means God has great things in store for you, staggering things in store for you, mind boggling things in store for you. The Bible says, I have not seen nor ear heard nor have it entered into the heart of man, the things that God has in store for you. You ain't even got a clue of the bottom level of what God wants to do for you. You don't even have an inkling of a a minuscule. Is that a word? If it ain't, it is one now. Praise God. Hey, man, you 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 ain't got a clue of the bottom level of what God has in store for you. But so often, believers just cast away their confidence. They just let it go. It's like, yeah, I know what God said, but I know what God said, but I know what God wants me to do, but see, you want you want to get all your butts up out of your Christianity. Are you listening to me? It's time for us to get our butt out of the way. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Because too many believers got their butt in the way of some awesome things that God has in store for us. And we already learned here at the Mighty Word of Faith, ain't nothing coming out of butts but stuff that stink. Are you listening to me? And so you want to forget all these butts and stuff or the butt this, butt that. No, forget all that. That stinketh by now. Let that go and let's just move forward into what God has in store for us. The only thing follow, uh, uh, amen. <laughs> I heard you, baby, all the way from here. Praise God. Hebrews chapter 10. <laughs> Verse 35, cast not away therefore your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. If you stay in confidence and if you keep your confidence, God will do great things for you and he's going to reward you. He said in verse 36, for ye have need of patience that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise, which shows you the, the order that's necessary for you to be able to receive the promise. Is that number one is that you have to do the will of God. Because doing the will of God is what it says after you've done a will of God that you might receive the promise, which means that you can't just hear what God has to say. You got to do what he has to say. Just can't hear what he has to say. You just got to do. You got to do what he has to say. So I don't care. None of this. I personally, I'm not one of those preachers. that care about how many people stand up and shout preach pastor or preach preacher. That, that's not what moves me. Blessed be the name of the Lord. What moves me is seeing you do what I'm teaching you to do. That's what moves me. It's irrelevant to me whether or not you're running all around the room. Some preachers, they, they keep hyping you up and pumping you up until they see everybody running around the room. And then they think, well, now we done had church. Nope, folk just got tired and sweated out. Are you listening to me? But when they sit back down, they still going to sit back into the same mess they were sitting in before. In fact, their situation is worse now because they was broke to start with. Now they got to clean these, these suits and them, them pretty dresses and stuff like that. And they don't have the money to be able to do that. Come on up in here. I don't, I'm not concerned about whether or not you holler preach preacher. One thing on my mind is whether you do what God said do because therein is the way, is the way that the reward comes to you. Because if you don't cast away your confidence, do the will of God and have patience. Part number two, necessary for you to be able to receive what God has in store for you. That you, you got to do it and have patience after you do it. Because we got this microwave society where everything just happened just like that, you know. I like to just be able to order my stuff and pick up my stuff and get my stuff and use my stuff and do my stuff. And, and I expect the same thing to happen in the house of God. I just want this quick, quick mentality. It's one of the reasons why it's so disgusting what's going on in churches right nowadays. Because folks just want to try to see how fast they can get you up out of here. You know, and if I can get you in here quick and just get you out quick, then, you know, then you ought to be happy. You know, bunk that. Only thing on you that should be on your mind is getting what's necessary 
to be able to live out the life that God has in store for you. And if it takes a part of the day, a whole day, then that's a small price to pay to be able to get what God has in store for you. Now, how fast you can get out of a service. Are you listening to me? It's not how fast. Y'all listening to me? It's not how fast you get out of a service. Blessed be the name. That's not what's important. Amen. We're going to get into that in detail later. Praise God. But that's not what's important. What's important is, is that you get what's necessary for God, you to be able to move forward into what God has in store for you. And then after you done did it, that's, that's, that's after, after you done did it, then you have patience, which means you can wait. I know that's a four letter word to a lot of people, praise God, but you wait after you do what God tells you to do. Why do I wait? Because verse 37 will kick in for you. It says for yet a little while, just a little while. And he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Who is he? He that made you the promise in the very first place. He that told you what to do. And the moment you do what he tells you to do, you just wait because he's going to come through for you. He will not tarry, which means wait, hesitate or hold back or slow up. God ain't slowing up. He ain't hesitating. He ain't waiting. He's just doing what's necessary to be able to make sure that everything is in line so he can make sure that the manifestation comes to you right on time. Are you listening to me? But you got to have patience while that comes on. Because if you don't have patience, you'll cast away your confidence, which means you will not be rewarded the way he wants to reward you. See how it's all connected? If you cast away your confidence, you just have demonstrated you don't have patience, nor do you have trust in God, because you were thinking that, well, since it didn't happen to this point, then maybe it ain't going to happen. Nope, you in doubt, about to get left out. But if you hold fast to your confidence, lock in with what it is that God has to say, he's going to come through for you, and he won't wait. All you got to do is just have patience. Verse 38 says, now, understanding all that, tells us how it is that we're supposed to live. It says, now the just shall live by faith. I like that word shall. It means there's no ifs, no ands, no buts about it. Shall is the strongest assertion in any language. It is pure definitiveness. It is no variableness in it whatsoever. So this ought to be no varying in our lifestyle because the Bible says the just shall live by faith. That's the way we live. We're the just. Amen. We're the just. We're the ones that's boned again. We're the ones that received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We're the ones that stepped out of darkness into his marvelous light. We're the ones that was transformed into the people that we were to the people that we are. Children of God, heirs of God, joint heirs with Christ, locked in with the living God, representatives of him. That's us, children of the living God. We are the just. That word just means declared righteous. And God has declared us righteous, righteous as a result of receiving Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And it tells us exactly the way that we're supposed to live. We're supposed to live by faith. It says that you shall live by faith, not should live by faith. This is not a suggestion. It says that you shall live by faith, not could live by faith. This is not a possibility. This is a shall. It's no ifs, no ands, no buts about it. This is the way that we, the believers, live. There is no other way to live because if to just live by faith, then if we try to live any other way, then instead of living by faith, you'll die without it. Faith is having the confidence in God and having the belief in God to the point that you're willing to line yourself up with him and do what it is he says. It's having confidence in God, reliance upon God. It's having certainty about God to the point that I've got so much certainty that whatever he says, I'm going to line my life according to what it is he says. Glory to God. That's how the just live. The just don't live how Bubba and Ray Ray live. That's one of the reasons why we don't care nothing about lifestyles of the rich and famous. To be able to determine how we live. We don't live out of People magazine. Come on up out of here. The just, they live by faith. We don't live out of Essence magazine. The just, they live by faith. We don't live out of Field and Stream. Are you listening to me? Because the just, they live 
by faith. I'm teaching real good. And we flat out don't live out of Cosmo. Because the just shall live by faith. Brothers in the house say, Woo. we don't live out of Playboy, Penthouse. Come on up in here. Give me some of them other names. Oh, y'all, y'all know. Y'all know. Amen. <laughs> y'all wouldn't fall for that. They, wouldn't, they, wouldn't for that. <laughs> they wouldn't go for it, didn't they? They wouldn't go for it. They learning up in here. Praise God. <laughs> we don't live out of none of that. And so we never talk about what goes on someplace else or what goes on based upon another source of information. The only thing we want to know is what does the word say? So all the believer wants to know is what does the word say? What does the believer want to know? What does the believer want to know? Come on, say it again. What does the believer want to know? Because that's the only way that we live. We live according to what the word of God has to say, because we are a privileged people. This is not trying to keep you away from anything. God has ushered you into a privileged existence. You are the only people on the face of the earth that get the privilege to walk according to what God has to say. And see, that might not excite you, but it excites me because God's word is always true. And he always does what he said he's going to do. God's word is always right. It's never wrong. And since it's always right, then I'm going to have a life that's right if I live according to the word. Because if I live according to the word, I got a life that's right. If I live according to anything else, I got a life that's wrong. How many people want a life that's wrong? Any hands hands in the house, please? Look around. See if you see anybody that ain't listening to me and just raising their hand because I raised my hand. Praise God. Glad y'all listening to me today. Because every one of us wants a life that's right. Every one of us wants a life that's right for our children. Anybody in here got uh, children that you can still tell what to do to an extent? Praise God. Amen. And do you want good happen for your children? Anybody over here? So then that means then the way you teach them is through the word. You don't teach them based upon what Dr. Phil got to say. Even though he might say something right every once in a while. But I ain't taking no chance because the word of God is right all the time. That's why we don't live off of okra or Oprah. Either one of them. Are you listening to me? She all nice and everything. And you think, well, she got, she got car keys up under her seat. What you got under your seat? I got a Bible in the front of it. Are you listening to me? Now go in her, go in her place and see if she got Bibles. Amen. When the just live by, that's what we live by. That's what we live by. So that's what we live by. That's all we want to know. We don't know what Pookie want to say. We don't know what Ray Ray got to say. We don't want to know what Miguel or Raul got to say. We don't want to know what none of them got to say. We ain't going to know what sister girlfriend got to say, what your mama got to say. I ain't got nothing against your mama. She probably nice and everything. Probably cook, cook good tamales. I don't know. But all I know is we, that ain't what we interested in. Only thing we interested in is what does God got to say? Because to just live by, that's the way we live. Because without it, we die. Without it, our relationships die. Without it, our financial situations die. Without it, our possibility to be able to step into the awesome things that God has in store for us dies. And the, and the plans that God has for you, although they're all the way live, they will never manifest in the midst of your life. Because you, we will not do what it is that God has to say. So I don't know about you. Only thing I want to know is what does God have to say? I don't care about nothing else. What does the word say? Why? Because that's the way we're going to order our lives. Because we are the just. We are the righteous. And if the word says it, that's what we're going to do. If the word says it, that's what we're going to do. I don't care nothing about your feelings. Amen. To the point that we're talking about ordering your lives according to them. We always care about your feelings and stuff like that. You crown our shoulders, we'll crown yours, and we get everything good and soaked up and wet. But after all that's over, we, what we want to know is, what does the word say? 
That's all we want to know. Why is that? Because that's what's going to stop you from crying, stop me from crying, stop both of us from soaking up each other's shoulders and stuff like that and go out and live a life that we're supposed to live. Feelings are wonderful. God gave them to us. He designed them. So don't ever think negative of them. But at the same time, as a source of your direction and a source of your action, they are not a correct thing. You don't pay attention to that. You pay attention to what does the word say? So because of that, it's irrelevant how you feel about it. What does the word say? It's irrelevant what you think about it. What does the word say? It's irrelevant whether you like it. What does the word say? Are you listening to me? Amen. Because he remember God calls us his children and children don't know nothing. Come on. I know we all grown up in here and stuff like that. Praise God. And, and, and but yet in the spirit, God considers us all children. And the parent is the wise one that knows exactly what to be able to do. That little beautiful child that you have right there don't know nothing other than you softer than he is. That's all he know. He just, he just, that's all he know. <laughs> he know where to get the stuff from. He know, he know the, when, when he around you, he got the hookup. He know when he around you, you can get him to the hookup. That's all he know. That's, that's all he know. He don't know nothing else. And so because of that, then, then, then when it comes time for him to, 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 to know what to do, whether to go to sleep, not go to sleep, and all that other kind of stuff, that's where y'all come in. Right, because you the one guide his life. Right, and so it is with God. God guides our life. But see, a lot of us think we too grown, think we know too much. No, we just need to slow down and just realize that God's the one that knows the thoughts that he has towards you, the direction he's trying to take you, the things he wants to get you in the midst of your life. And all he needs you to do is realize that to just live by faith. Now, in that same verse, he don't only show you that to just live by faith. He shows you a problem that he has in the body of Christ. Verse 38. Now, the just shall live by faith, but, uh uh-oh, some stuff about to follow behind him. If any man draw back, God says, my soul has no pleasure in him. If any man draw back, pull back, draw back away from what it is that God has to say. Because faith is confidence in God and believing what he has to say to the point that you're willing to operate on it. But if we draw back away from what God has to say, draw back away from what he asks us to do, draw back away from the thing that he says is good, draw back away from everything. The Bible says that we draw back unto perdition. That word perdition, we already learned, means destruction, which means that we step back into the trap that Satan set for us to be able to be destroyed. How many people want a good heaping of destruction in the middle of their life? Praise God. That means you're still paying attention. Praise God. None of us do. So God's told you what he is that we should not do, and that's draw back. When God comes and presents you a word, don't draw back from it. Don't pull away from it. Why is that? Because now you're demonstrating that you've cast away your confidence. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. I really hope that you're learning the importance of responding properly to God's word. I hope so because it's our proper response to God's word that allows us to receive what we heard from God's word. It makes what God promised can happen to actually happen in our lives. So let's learn what we need to do to respond properly to the word God shares with me and you so that all the promises he makes in his word can actually happen in the lives of me and you. Let's respond properly to God's word. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. If you're in or visiting San Antonio this weekend, 
Come on by and visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. Don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. Radio and Internet are powerful vehicles for hearing God's messages. But there's no substitute for being in church, fellowshipping with other believers, and worshiping God in the house of God. The psalmist said, I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. I agree wholeheartedly. There's no better place for us to be than in the house of the Lord. So, if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And to all of you who've been a blessing to us by sending words of encouragement by letter or email to us, sharing with us that you've been blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say thank you. And to all of you who've been so kind as to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we want to say to you from the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Galatians chapter 6 says, God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he so reap. So since all of you have been such a tremendous blessing to us, writing words of encouragement to us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know that God's not going to be mocked. He's going to do what he said in his word that he do. That is, he's going to make sure you reap everything that you sowed in our lives. That is, all the blessings you sowed in our lives too. So we thank God in advance for all the blessings that are coming your way because of your being the blessing that you've been to all of us in so many ways. May God richly bless all of you for being a blessing to us as we do what it is that God has called us to do. That is to be the blessing to a blessed people like you. So, once again, from the bottom of our hearts, we say thank you for being a blessing. It and you are appreciated. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 